Good evening. I want to welcome you all to the Only Believe Ministries Christian Center's Christmas play. This children's Christmas play is extra special to me because every year I get to work with all of your children and you have an amazing group of kids. The amount of talent that we have in this church is overwhelming. I have seen so much come from kids of so many different ages. You know, you would think that just because they're young, they wouldn't understand what we're really doing up here, that we're giving Jesus the best gift we can give him. But they do understand, and they take it seriously. And in the classes, we have a lot of fun, but we also have a lot of serious moments where we talk about the important things. We have a lot of times where we talk about what the difference between amateur and professional is. And your kids choose to go to bed early or they choose to give up sweets or maybe drink a little extra water just so that they can be hydrated and ready for these performances. That's a really big deal when you're a little kid. This is big stuff. So I hope that you'll really enjoy tonight, that you'll do a lot of clapping and praising them afterwards for the great job that they're going to do. Okay? Twinkle, twinkle.
music for them to exit. No, lied, lied, I lied. Another track.
ready for the next one. music. Color bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say, throw cares away. Christmas is here, bringing a cheer to young and old, meek and the poor. Christmas is here. Ding dong, merry, merry Christmas. Ding dong, merry, merry Christmas. 
Longing for a savior, a hopeless world would await. Sin demanded justice at a price we could not pay. But God displayed his mercy, the greatest gift of love. When we could not reach heaven, heaven came to us. He made a way in a manger, a way through the sun. Messiah, the promise, before time had begun. For God so loved this world, though he knew Bethlehem a stable became a throne of grace as God himself our Savior drew near to take our place his mother smiled in wonder the shepherd stood in awe the sacrifice of heaven lay sleeping in the straw
Go ahead, iPod. Was that amazing? You know, I have to tell you, uh, one of the funny little moments of having the kids up in choir when we were practicing up in the Slam Junior class, and this is kinder and first grade, um, we're singing this song, you know, the, the How Great Our Joy. We decided to do that as a battle between the boys and girls, between the ones who would say, How Great Our Joy, and the others would say, Great Our Joy. And they would just get the best faces. I mean, they're like, how great our joy. And it didn't look anything like joy, but man, they were singing at the top of their lungs because they were determined the girls were going to win or the boys were going to win. And there was this one kid, and I wish he had come tonight because I'm telling you, I'd have put a microphone in his hand. But he just did not know the words to this one part. And instead of saying, praise we the Lord in heaven on high, he'd go, praise me the Lord, I got ham from a guy. Every time. I am telling you, I loved that child. I waited for him every week. I'm like, say it. Just, just say you got ham. I just want to hear it one more time. So I hope that you enjoyed this first part of our production. And now you're going to get to see the Slam and 5.6 choir and, and uh, speakers come out and do their parts. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of the synopsis here. We want you to take a visit with us to the Polar Pet Park along with Miss Lateau from Blue Spruce Middle School for a fun holiday school trip. What the penguins at the park don't understand is why the school kids don't mention or understand the real meaning of Christmas, that this is a time when Jesus was born. To help the kids discover this real meaning of Christmas, the penguins, Paco, Pinky, Puffy and Cody, they're on a mission to make sure Miss Lateau's class gets the message and the meaning of the real story of Christmas before they leave. Hope you enjoy this one too.
to load another scene. Till they're all in place. We're gonna wait till they're all in place. Okay, they're all in place, ready to go. Okay, I'm all here we go. Christmas, really? 
Isn't this the most fantastic place you've ever seen? You can just feel the spirit of Christmas, I mean the holidays, just wafting through the igloos of your mind. Students, I think that's the manager over there. I'm going to go talk with him and I'll be right back. Don't wander off. I thought we were going ice skating. Me too, Paula. Wasn't this supposed to be a big polar party? Ice skating, learning ice sculpting, and eating ice cream? Who knows what kind of germs are floating around in this zoo? Actually, this polar pet park is one of very few of its kind. So we should be loud and proud that we're among the fortunate few who get to experience it. Er, we'll be the fortunate few if you never ever use the phrase loud and proud again. I know this field trip is supposed to be a big holiday party, but why couldn't we just have a regular Christmas party at school with presents in a big tree? We can't do that, Paula. Don't you know I'm highly allergic to anything evergreen? Well, according to the AQBR 549 Guide on Political Correctness, it is no longer acceptable to have Christmas parties in public. The what guide? And how do you know stuff like that? It's just how I roll. So who's the Mr. Killjoy that sits around making up dumb rules like that? Oh, that reminds me. I brought some Joy dishwashing liquid so we can wash whatever plates or utensils they give us to eat on today. You can never be too careful. Abby, I am so relieved. Well, one of us should go ask Miss Loto if we can just have a regular Christmas party. And since I am her favorite, I might as well do it. Correction, Paula, since I'm the one straight A average, I'm pretty certain that I hold the title of teacher's pet. Whatever, Ernie. Students, I'd like you to meet the general manager of the Polar Pet Park, Mr. Hey, listen here. Y'all can call me Paw Paw. Everybody does. Like a polar bear, Paw Paw. Get it? <laughs> well, I think it's pretty fitting. Seems how I've been in polar wildlife all my life. Yes, that sounds fascinating, Mr. Paul, Paul, I'm sure you have a plethora of stories you could share. Well, if you're just dying to hear some, I sure could bend your ear for a few hours. As tempting as that sounds, I think the students are ecstatic about getting the tour started. Well, if you need anything at all, just holler. But not too loud. You might start an avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Let's hope not. See y'all later. Avalanche to some germy snow full of all kinds of atmospheric toxins falling all over us. We'll have to be quarantined. Um, Abby dear, I think he was only kidding. So just relax. <gasps> Who's ready to begin our holiday extravaganza? Well, Miss Lato, we know this holiday field trip is supposed to be like a substitution for a Christmas party, and that's okay. But well, we're wondering if we could have a regular Christmas party at school with presents and stockings full of candy. And lots of evergreen everywhere. Ernie, stop it. You wouldn't joke about it if you saw how my face rolls up like a balloon when I even look at a cedar tree. My parents always used to have Christmas parties when they were in school back in the old days. Well, I'm sorry, but due to school policy, we are only allowed to have holiday parties. Wouldn't that technically be a Christmas party since Christmas is the holiday most celebrated during this season? Ern, sometimes you do make sense to me. Well, we'll discuss this later. We're wasting precious time and there's so much to do. I hear they've got penguin Pop-Tarts and other Glacier goodies in the snack bar. Let's go! Well, Miss Lateau, I'm almost positive I'm allergic to Pop-Tarts unless they're made with unbleached, naturally grown organic cane sugar.
Sadder on the Halib, my precious Portuguese penguin family in South America, when I was just a puny petite penguin. Oh, I cry. What, Paco? You don't live in South America. It's too hot for us down there. Pinky, you know what you talk about. My country is full of penguins. All right, simmer down, you two, but Pinky is right. It's really sad that those kids want to have a Christmas party so badly, but can't because of some weird rule. What did they call it? Political correctness? Well, it's political craziness, if you ask me. I just don't understand why humans are always trying to make up more and more silly rules like that. I kind of like their idea of having over snack shop. You never know when they might drop one of those Pop-Tarts. They're one of my faves. Oh, CC Puffy. I wonder if they're served a poor Pico de Gallo today. Pico de Gallo on chips. You know, they talked about Christmas, but none of them mentioned, even mentioned Jesus, and he's the only reason we have Christmas. You're right, Cody. There won't even be Christmas if Jesus had come. Humans think they're so snot, but we understand things way better than they do. Well, we know that God made us and we are connected to him. To me, it's just so simple to understand that we should do everything we can to honor him and show our gratitude for all. All he has done for us, especially for sending Jesus to the world. That lady kept using the word holiday instead of Christmas. 
Well, the truth about Christmas is black and white. The word holiday sounds pretty gray to me. In my beautiful Brazil, South America, everyone say Merry Christmas, Feliz Natal, and no one get upset. But I remember when I was just a puny petite penguin, every year my mom and papa give me extra little fishies at Christmas. Oh, I cry. Anyways, like I was saying, I always believe God made his penguins black and white so that we can be a visible representation of the world that truths his word, his black and white. Aye, 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 Pinky. I never think of this before. It makes me feel even more beautiful. Well, it makes me feel even more hungry. Speaking of fishies, anybody got more goldfish? I'm all out. Isn't it time for Paw to feed this lunch anyway? Fishies, mama, papa, oh, I cry. Found them. Yeah, I was thinking it was getting a little close to lunchtime, and I sure could use a little something myself. Shh, I think you hear them coming back. Positions, everybody. Oh my goodness, look how cute. They're wearing costumes, and look, this one's sombrero fell off his head. That was kind of weird. Wonder who would dress them up like that. You guys don't get so close to them. What if you contract some weird penguin plague? It might be carrying around some rare viral fungus that will give you an incurable rush and send you into convulsive seizures. What? Hey, this one's talking to us. Cool. If we're going to make it in time for the Eskimo escapade, we'd better keep moving. Yes, I hear that's the best attraction here. This is turning out to be the best holiday party ever. What was that? It's this one again. It sounded like it said Christmas. Well, from the pink tutu, I'd say this one's a girl, and she's definitely trying to talk to us. Don't be silly. Penguins can't talk. On the contrary, Miss Latoe, they're able to communicate with us using a variety of different sounds. Well, there's no way it said Christmas. Not all. Ah, uh, I've been contaminated. I need a tennis shot. Take me to the hospital. Abby, chill out. Come on, children. We're going to be late. Let's go. I think I'm getting a fever. Someone feel my forehead. Now that was cute. What are you two trying to do? Well, I couldn't help it. When the lady used the word holiday, honey, I let my black and white shine. If a donkey could talk in the Bible, why can I? Well, let us try to be blessing and spread the joy of Felice Natal. Well, please try to control yourselves next time, would you? Anyway, I've got an idea. Come on. Okay.
never with Jesus today. True that, true that. There's no reason to be afraid. True that, true that. His love will change you through and through. True that, true that. This world will show you what to do. True that, true that. That's what's true. You're dressed up like this, Cody. I just love it. And of course, y'all know I make a perfect angel. Well, I want to know why Puffy got to be wise men and me the shepherd. Look how wise I look. Well, when you got it, you got it. Wise men. Smarties! Come on now, you guys are totally missing the point. We've got to try and help these kids realize what Christmas is really all about. Yeah, it's not just another holiday. It's a holy day. It's not about the stuff. It's about Jesus. Ah, oh, Jesus, I love him so. I remember Mama telling me a story about him when I was just a puny petito penguin. Oh, I cry. Petito Adritos. We've got our hurry before they get back. Paul Pong usually reads a Christmas story to the, to the visitors, so I'm leaving this Bible here to remind him. I'm thinking between seeing us dressed up, hearing a real story of Christmas, the kids in Miss Little might start to understand. I just don't know why it's so hard for humans to get it. God takes care of us, and we don't have to worry about anything. We we'll always have enough to eat. Yep. We've always had a safe place to live. And he'd give me a perfect Portuguese penguin physique. Whatever, Paco. Like I was saying, he's got everyone and everything in Palm's hands. Hey, here come Paul Paul and the kids. Oh my goodness, look how cute. They dress it up like an activity scene I see at church Christmas every, every year. And look, someone even made the trap look like a manger. Paula, wait, you need latex gloves. So who, so who keeps on dressing these penguins up all the time? They should totally win the Employee of the Week award. Maybe they're dressing themselves. They're a lot smarter than you think. Right? Hey, that plane just dropped candy! Free candy! No way you're gonna eat those. A penguin was touching them, and now they're on the ground. I'm gonna faint. Now, children, calm down. <laughs> I could tell there's never a dull moment with this crew. I guess one of my workers must have set this up to remind me of something very important. Every year, I've made it a practice to read the Christmas story to my guests when they come through for the tour. So, hey, listen here. Y'all come on around, we'll get started. Mr. Toe, you can have a seat right here. And kids, y'all can have a seat on the ground. On the ground? It's just dirt, Abby, it's not gonna kill you. But Matt, you never know what kind of rare poisonous parasites may be crawling around on the ground just waiting to jump on us, bore into our skins, and completely destroy our central nervous systems. <laughs> <laughs> You're so not funny. What if I'm allergic to this dirt? Then you'll be sorry. 
So what story are you going to read, Papa? The only Christmas story. The story of Jesus Christ coming to the earth as a baby to save the world from sin. My dad always used to read a story every Christmas Eve. I'm proud to hear that, Matt. Christmas always reminds me to be grateful. So before I get started, hey, listen here. I want to tell you how good the Lord has been to me. I hope you all understand that God loves us and takes care of all of our needs. He shows me that every day working with these animals. They don't worry about a thing, and God takes care of every one of their needs. The Bible says he takes care of the birds of the air and the lilies of the field. If the plants and the animals don't have anything to worry about, why should we? I don't worry. I'm just extremely cautious. Hey, listen here. He's given me this wonderful park to work in, and I get to meet good folks like you every day, tell them all about Jesus. Bottom line is, the Lord loves us, and he loves to take care of us and give us good gifts. Hey, even the penguins know that. What?
I just think it's very important that we always remember what this season is about. Every year, it seems the world gets further and further away from the real meaning of Christmas. So whenever I get the chance, I like reminding folks. Well, the holidays can mean a lot of different things to different people. Well, now that's true, Miss Lateau, but Christmas is different. No matter what other things people want to celebrate, Christmas is about Christ and remembering to honor Him for all that He's done for us. Kids, listen here. God knows exactly what we need on this earth. He gives us life, family, food, clothes, homes, everything we need. He knew we needed Jesus, so he sent him to this earth to show us what real love is all about. He sent him here to save us. So let's read about it now. This here is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared unto them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said unto them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born unto you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning that which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said unto them. But Mary treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which is just as they had been told. I always love to hear that story. Yeah, it always makes it feel like Christmas to me. Well, I feel itchy, like triggers are crawling all over me. You know, it makes me feel the same way, Matt. It's been a long time since I've heard that story, and it's brought back so many wonderful memories. Hey, listen here. I think I heard somebody say something about eye sculptures a while ago. You want to see the eye sculptures of the nativity scene? Don't hold a candle to them penguins over there, but it is pretty spectacular if you ask me. That would be lovely. Ice, finally a sterile environment. I always... Love to hear Papa read that story. Me too, Pinky. I'll just see how deeply it touched everybody. Yeah, everybody except for Abby. I know. She's afraid of everything. She needs to know to get Jesus. That way she won't be afraid of everything. I really liked how Paul Poon used us as an 
as an example of trusting God. We know that God loves us and he promises to always take care of us. You know, listening to that Christmas story made me think about what it might have been like to be there, not Jesus born. I love how there were angels, humans, and animals. All of God's creation celebrating birth of son together. I wonder what they all said to him. What a look at here. You're usually so focused on your food that you don't pay attention to what we're talking about. Well, for one thing, I'm full. <gasps> and number two, there's nothing more important to talk about than Jesus. I love to talk about him too, Puffy. And I think what I say, if I had been there that night, the only thing you could say, Obrigado, Jesus. Thank you for coming. We. 
They know about us and they're trying to sneak up. Sneak up, Ari, sneak up. So Abby, what did you think about the Christmas story Papa read to us? It was good. I just never heard it before. Really? I thought everyone's heard the story about Jesus' birth. Well, I've heard a few people say his name before, but I've never heard anything about him. Wow, I guess because we think we know about Jesus, everyone does. Yeah, I've always gone to church and heard Bible stories about him all the time. Since I heard about him, I just thought you guys had too. Well, it makes me feel sad we never talked about any of this before. Abby, you were my best friends, and I had no idea you didn't know anything about Jesus. It's okay. No, it's not okay. As your BFF, I should have already told you this. Jesus came to earth to give his life for you. He loves you. I want you to know all about him because I love you. We all love you, Abby. I know I drive you guys crazy sometimes because I worry about things so much. Well, lastly, well, that's just it. When you choose to live your life for Jesus, he'll help you understand it all. My mom used to say a phrase all the time to me. She said, turn your worries over to the Lord because he cares for you. Well, maybe you should get her a plaque with something like that on it. Ernie. Abby knows I'm only kidding. It's all good, Ernie. If you didn't tease me, I think you were mad at me. Abby, Jesus wants to be your best friend, so are you cool with me telling you more about him? Sure. Well, you heard the first part of the story a while ago about Jesus coming to earth and being born in a manger. And when he grew up, he did miracles and traveled around all the world preaching the gospel. He did it because he loved us. He is love, perfect love. People who didn't understand him hurt him. They tortured him, nailed him to a cross, and let him hang there till he died. He could have stopped them, but he didn't, because he loves us. Why would he do that for us? Because we mess up, because we're sinners. In the Bible, there's always had to have been some kind of payment for people's sins to be forgiven. People used to use animals to make sacrifices to him. They'd make sacrifices to him so that he could forgive them. Jesus came to be the ultimate payment. He died to save us once and for all. So how does it work? How do you get forgiven? Well, first you start by telling them, you know you messed up. That you're rude to him and that you're scared of everything. Um, that we're trying to be serious. Just keeping it real. Tell him you want him to help you stop worrying and bring a fright all the time. Help you with any problem if you just ask him. Then you tell him that you know he's God's son just like you heard in a Christmas story a while ago, and that you know he came to save you. Lastly, you ask him to be your Lord and Savior. It sounds kind of crazy at first, but soon he'll help you understand it all. Yes, it'll all become black and white to you. I promise you, Abby, it's the most awesome way to live your life. I think I'd like to do it, so do we pray? Yeah, come on, guys. Um, what are you doing? Well, when I've seen pictures of people praying, they're always on their knees. Well, Jesus already changed you. You got dirt on you, and you didn't even freak out. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even notice.
This is the best Christmas party ever. I feel so good. And the weird thing is, I'm not even worried about using hand sanitizer after holding hands with Ernie. Now you're talking. We should probably go find Mistletoe. She's probably looking everywhere for us. Yeah, last time I saw her, Papa was telling his life story, so we'd better go rescue her. Was that not the sweetest thing you've ever heard in your whole life? That was really amazing. Just when you think no one cares about Jesus or Christmas, you see them like that. My heart has not been so moved since the first time I hear how much Jesus loves me in my poor pet park in South America. Oh, I cry. Paco, if you miss it so much, maybe you ought to fly on down there. Pinky, you know you talk about my country's full of penguins. Um, let's reel it in, guys. Reel it in? As the rod and reel? As in fishy? What time is it? I'm starving. That Abby surely seems so different. She's not so afraid anymore. Well, sometimes miracles happen in the blink of an eye. Speaking of blink, they're already by you. Listen here. When I turned 11 was the first time my pa ever let me start cleaning all the cages. And that's when I knew I was a polar pet park lifer. Oh, Mr. Pawpaw, your life story sounds so fascinating. You should write a book. And speaking of books, we better be getting back to school. We have so much to do before our holiday, I mean our Christmas break. Mistletoe, you said Christmas. That's awesome. Yes, it is awesome, Paula. Sometimes you just have to be reminded of what's true. And hearing the Christmas story did just that for me. It did a lot for us, too. Yeah, it did. Who knew so much? So much could change just by hanging out with some penguins. I knew. They seem to have that effect on folks. I don't understand it, but I like it. Hey, listen here. If you got a few more minutes, I'll take you up to the main office. Got a big old Christmas party set up. We got a lot to celebrate. Yeah, we do. This is the best Christmas party ever. Let's go! Loud and proud! Merry Christmas, my little black and white buddies. And hey, listen here. Feliz Natal, Paco. <laughs> Shh! Our little secret. What? I mean, what? He's known all along? Well, it was bound to happen an hour later. Hey, I love those! Well, if he does, now I'm sure he won't mind scratching that Christmas party. Let's go. <laughs> oh, why not be so shocked since Mama? And Papa gave me a surprise birthday pinata for me when I was just a puny petite penguin. Oh, I cry. Wait, where you go? Wait for me. Feliz Natal. Merry Christmas.
Yeah, come on, give him another round of applause. Way to go, everybody. Hallelujah. Yeah, they've been rehearsing since, I think, July or August. And so that is absolutely amazing what they did here tonight. You know, traditional colors for Christmas is, you know, red and green. But I think I'm going to put a petition in for black and white because I really, I really, really like that, you know. Because Christmas is black and white. What it represents, you know, what it's all about. I mean, there's no uh, holiday. It is a holy day, as one of the little penguins said. I think gray is not in holiday. You know what I'm saying? It's not in Christmas. It's black and white. And so maybe today and tonight, you know, they got it. The penguins got it. Finally, Mrs. Toe, whatever her name is, got it. Paul Paul had it. The choir was jamming with it. But now the question is you. Do you have it? Did you get it? Maybe you, in your life, you've been as cold as those penguins, you know? And now you like, whoa, you know what? Christmas does mean something to me. You know, maybe you have been lukewarm. You haven't been black and white in your relationship with Christ. You know what? Tonight's the night to get that right. Amen? You know, listen, people are always going to be hypocrites out in the world. You know, and there's so many people that say, you know what? I don't want to be a Christian because I know Christians and they're not Christians. And I always tell those type of people, then show them what a real Christian should act like and should be like then. And that's what it's all about. And Jesus came to earth. He didn't have to. He didn't have to sacrifice his life for you and me, but yet he did it. While we were yet in sin, he came and he died. He lived on the earth. He was a servant. He was the King of kings, the Lord of lords, your and I's creator, and yet he came to serve and not be served. And that is amazing. And while you and I were yet sinners, he died for you. And that's the message of Christmas. Yeah, the world and the devil doesn't want that to happen. They try to cover it up more and more and more. And yes, when sin abounds greatly, grace does much more abound. And so tonight, this is your night. We're not promised tomorrow. Tomorrow may never come. And it's very slippery out there tonight too, so be careful when you do go home. But listen, tonight's the night. If you are cold as the polar pet park, it's time to warm yourselves up. You know your life. Nobody else does. You know there's always a hole right here. I don't care how rich you are, how poor you are, how wealthy you are, how important you are, how awesome you think you are. It's lonely at the top and it's lonely at the bottom when you don't have Jesus living right here. He created us that way. The only thing that will satisfy any of us is the relationship with him. And yeah, when you become Christian, it's not easy. The Bible didn't say it was going to be easy. There's so many stories in the Bible that says, yes, when a storm comes, we know storms will come. But now you have Jesus to help you through those storms. So tonight, if you've been cold, lukewarm, maybe you don't know him at all. Maybe this is your first time you've ever heard about Christ. Like the poor little girl that's so scared of everything? <laughs> this is your night. He's calling you. This is for you. So you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to embarrass you at, at any time. Jesus became the embarrassment for you. 
He did everything for you. He became a curse for you. Who else has done that for you? No one. Who else would really, really die for you? Probably no one. But he did. And it's a choice. I hear also people say, well, if he's such an awesome God, why would he send me to hell? He don't. He loves you and I so much that he gives you a choice. Either serve me or don't serve me. That's how awesome of a God that we serve. But in the end, if you choose, then you get the results. Just like if you run a red light, you get the results. You do a crime, you get the results. You forget your wife's anniversary, you get your results. Amen? Amen. So tonight, let's just bow your heads. And you know what? Let's just be sincere. Yeah, maybe I've been cold. Maybe I've been lukewarm. Maybe I haven't given my life to Jesus. Tonight's the night. And I just want you just to softly in your chairs, wherever you are, just repeat this prayer after me. And God will hear you. He will forgive you of your sins and you will be saved. Here we go. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you tonight right now. And God, I just confess to you that I am a sinner, that I have done wrong in my life, that I've either lied, stole, cheated, whatever I've done, I have sinned. And God, right now, after watching this play, after seeing that your word is black and white, I want to receive you as my Savior tonight. Lord, just forgive me of all of my sins. Wash them away like you said you would do. Cast them as far as the east is to the west, never reminding me of them or remembering them again in Jesus' name. And Lord, right now, I thank you for forgiving me, and I call myself saved. I call myself a Christian this very moment. You live now and have moved into my heart. I thank you for it, and I give you praise. Amen and amen and amen. Now listen, if you said that prayer and you meant that in your heart, you need to tell people, in order to grow every day, in the Lord, you have to do some things. In order to grow physically, you have to eat. You have to sleep, rest. In order to grow spiritually, you need to, yes, come to the house of God. Go to a church that's preaching the Bible. You also need to tell other people what has happened to you. You need to read a Bible. If you don't have one, we'll get you one. You need to pray every day, just like keeping a relationship with your spouse is important, and you have to do certain things to do that. To continue to have a good relationship with Jesus, you have to do certain things as well. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. This is Christmas, guys. This is the most joyous season of the year. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I just think it's awesome that it snowed tonight, you know, with the play and everything else. And so, you know, thank you so much for coming out to see your grandkids and your nephews. And, and if you're an uncle, thank you so much for coming out tonight. The kids worked so hard. They did so well. I also want to thank, oh, my gosh, all the volunteers, all the different people that made this thing happen, the light guys, the sound guys, all the crews on the back of this thing. You can see all the people that did so much just for this tiny little play. Let's give them a round of applause as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for your service. Hallelujah. To make this great, you guys are wonderful. Amen.
And I guess we will see you all. I guess this is what? Is this uh, Sunday still, right? I guess we'll see you Wednesday night. Thank you so much. Say hello to everybody on the way out. God bless you. If you were saved and you need something, you can please see me, and uh, we'll get you some information about that as well tonight. Thank you all. We love you. Good night. We'll see you Wednesday night. Be careful going home. Amen. Tell it on the mountain, tell that Jesus.